0: Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by our Supercoach Elites Patreon team. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is Bretter.
1: G'day, Corey. Good to be back for another Supercoach Elites podcast. fire bombers, and... Dockers onto the third member of the team, the Bombs Express.
2: True, true. That's
1: right, Brettah, mate. The Bombs Express
2: is back, and like Breta said, we'll review Essendon and Freo as we lead into the 2020 season. But before we do that, Corey, where can the listeners hit us up on social media?
0: Hit us up on Twitter at SC Elites, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Patreon at Supercoach Elites. Um, and yeah, great to be back, boys. I'm blown away with uh, Patreon sign ups over the last couple of days. It's kind of gone a lot quicker than what I thought, and um, great to kind of have so much support on board early too so thank you for everyone who signed up so far um, again if you are looking we are running the tiers and the leagues and everything so we will get some league codes and everything down we're kind of just jotting it all down at the moment and um, get it out to you soon but uh, and as always we'll have the Supercoach Elites uh, Cup that'll run halfway through the year with a kind of knockout um, round robin kind of set up and yeah, everything else that goes along with that. Um, but we are here to talk about Essendon, who is shit, and Frio, who might be a little bit alright this year too. Probably
1: so. shitter, I reckon.
2: Pardon? Probably shitter than Essendon.
0: Nah, no one's shitter than Essendon. Essendon shit as so. Um, Gold Coast? Nah. Yeah, they're, pretty shitter, they're pretty shit. They're pretty shit. I reckon we brought back Essendon's drug saga team? During that year, they'd probably knock this team off that of they out to put out next year, mate. I in mean, 18 year old Darcy Parrish would <laughs> play better football than Darcy Parrish is right
1: now.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, every Essendon fan that listens to this podcast. Um, that was a little bit harsh for two minutes in. Um, but no, look, lots to talk about, and we will start with our Cash Cows, Eater Dick Brett. Um, <laughs> wow, interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a bit hostile today, aren't we? <laughs>
2: Well, you haven't been over the past week, mate, because he called me a cocksucker
0: a few days ago. Yeah, but He's you're... going
1: Sammy Draper. I know he's taking my boy too.
0: I <laughs> oh, will stab you with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> Breno, you can, you can start us off again this week, mate. Go for it. Uh,
1: Sam Draper, for pretty much the reasons Corey's gone up uh, with early about Essendon, they're shit. All their players are shit. So, Bell Chambers are shit, and Andrew Phillips was... A Carlton reject, so he's, he's shit too. And um, Sandro is <laughs> next in line, probably. You know, a rookie that's a chance to play because you know there's just there's holes in that Essendon side, and you know when so so things go badly, teams blow it up.
0: They piss me off. Their super coach relevance is so shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate talking about them. <laughs> um
2: Zerk Thatcher. Uh, now. Yeah,
0: like this. They yeah,
1: he they goes finally the only we
2: know that. They finally need to, to blood, in my opinion, you know, a young key position player. Because I don't know if you know, Hook and Hurley are in their thirties, I didn't realise they were that old. I mean they are they yeah. are screwed. Yeah. They are fairly them screwed.
0: Yeah, get on they the don't board get the guy them. shit they, all if, they, <laughs> if
2: they don't get <laughs> if they don't get this guy into the team this year, I don't know when they will. The, the shit thing about this is, though, the bloke's 189,000, and I think we're stiff because he only played one game last year for a 58 score. I mean, if he didn't play that game, we could have been at 123s, and I think we'd all have him locked in right now. He'd probably like makes or something
0: because he'd been in the system so long, too. he'd probably even be cheaper. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, 189 is just too awkward for me, but I think if there's going to be one, um, you know, that – you know, might, you know, put up some semi-decent rookie numbers. It, it could be him, but I, I do think he's a bit pricey.
0: Um, I have written about him a bit I uh, passed around the grounds. He's put on a little bit of size in the off-season, too. He looks good. Um, amazing overhead. Like, really, really good mark. Um, I love Brandon Zirk Thatcher, so I really, really like that pick. Um, but you know that I wasn't going to say it, because it's definitely Sammy driver for me. For the reasons that Brett said, um, which I said that he repeated. So, um... Smith
2: Draper did do his ACL last year in May. Yeah, so he will. He, he won't debut. Pop.
0: He won't debut round one. So don't start him in your team. Um, he may be like a Riley O'Brien. He will play football this year. He will play AFL football. Um, I think he'll get Bell Chambers out of that side. I think Bell Chambers will take himself out of that side. He's kind of getting a little bit on. He's been a good servant of the game. Andrew Phillips is shit. So, um, yeah. I think Sammy Draper will, as soon as he's ready to play football, and they're confident his body is out there running and everything at the moment. So nothing. Um, it's. I mean, we got some positive signs there, but he will play football this year. I now, feel like given, they're going to
1: be a huge talking point. I don't think people realize how shit they are yet. I think the AFL world still has this weird obsession with the fact that they're going to be good and all these pieces are going to work out.
2: Now, given he's 123k, and there's not you know many options below that in terms of ruck rookie. Are we going to start him? I mean, if we're confident he's going to get games, would he not be the the logical person to start then when, at Ruck no, at number three? Gourne,
0: when I had gone Grundy, it was um, Sam Draper at Ruck three.
1: Yeah, you get a loophole early too, worst case kind of scenario. Good yeah. loophole, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, the Darcy Cameron yeah. one for Collingwood makes so much sense if you've got Grundy as well, because if Grundy goes down, you've automatically got their next best Ruckman. Um, but, yeah, I like Sam Draper. I from the start.
2: And it just, it's that whole other thing with, is um, a Combin who's clearly the, the, the best if you see, kind of see loophole option throughout the entire year. But I think what we've learnt with um, English and O'Brien and some of the other ruckmen that have come through is it's, it's worth always having the playing ruck in yes. there. Um, and, uh, you know, as we know in Supercoach, there's always an injury, there's always a suspension, we'll be able to loop some way, one way or another. So, um, yeah. Your pick's named. his name, yeah, I think Draper is a you know, pretty logical one, I think, to have on your bench there.
0: Are you both confident he plays the game this year?
2: I think Bell Chambers is real bad, um, real bad. Um, I think Phillips is there to actually play ahead of Bell Chambers, to be honest, and it's just a matter of whether or not they think Draper is actually better on field than Phillips. Right. It's only a matter of
1: time. Not confident, but good chance. I'm fairly confident.
0: I'm probably like 80% confident he plays a game this year. If the body holds up, he's a good footballer. Yeah, that's right. Oh, there we go. All right. Um, can we just go straight to Frio or is, do we have to keep talking?
1: Yeah, I'll we'll keep talking. Let's still punch through.
0: All right, Brad, are you mid for us, sir? Uh?
1: Deb Smith, he's actually relevant. I'll probably pick him. You know, he has the potential to be a 95 plus full time midfielder. Um, those knees, though. Who knows what we're going to get, because he fell off a cliff last year. But then again, in those games, there was a lot of them where he would, you know, be 48 at half time, 50 half time, and finish the game at 54, just because he couldn't run games out. So he's talented enough to be a super coach-relevant player in the forward line. Just hope he's healthy.
2: Bombs. Yep, I'll pick him, and I'll start him. And um, I've got nothing more to add than that. Then uh, Dev Smith, one of the probably should be one of the most popular selections going into this
0: season. He's an absolute gun, this kid. He makes this and that much better. And because they've got him, they're going to make the eight. So um, good to have Dev Smith back. Super relevant, super coach player. Um, he's actually good. He's actually really good. And I think he'll play in the midfield. I've, I've got people, uh, I've heard people saying that you think he's going to be a midfielder again. He came across to Essendon on the promise that he'd play midfield. Um, he's a tackling machine. He's a gun. He's a very, very good player. He's a very good midfielder. Um, Jake Stringer apparently training with the midfield, training really well. He quoted himself as the best session he's ever had, or best preseason he's ever had. <laughs> but don't we hear this? Yeah. If, if Jake Stringer, didn't we hear it when he was at the Bulldogs? We heard it last year. Um, yeah, I don't think he's relevant at all. Um, you know, another one that I didn't mind is the mid-price category was Michael Hurley. He's what 432k this year. I think, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, under price, but you'd need to see him, re you know, intercept marking, and it might be past him now.
2: You, you can't do it with any confidence, that's for sure.
0: Not at all. I'm surprised you didn't talk about Darcy Parrish either, most, so that was a surprise, but um, obviously we've always well, sitting there. So
2: Yeah, Dev Smith's the only one that's in this the is, This the is what you part. get with a podcast. No.
0: I'm you going fix your mic. Fair <laughs> income. Oh, boys. Is it there? Yeah, we do. That's that's better. Oh, my I'll
2: tell I'll tell you now. If we haven't lost honestly a thousand followers this year because of you two fucking idiots with your mic issues. Oh boy! I, mean, I just got a
0: text message. I
1: just got a text message from Bumper. It says your mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because it's so t- it's it's fucked up. His name's, um, his name's Brett, not Mike. <laughs> hey, what are the chances, Corey, if we can invest
2: in some half decent technology here from these Patreons? That well, have, uh, look, we've got, got a Patreon video.
0: now, so we could probably invest in, uh, hey. you know, maybe a live studio. We could have a studio <laughs> audience. Oh,
2: wow. We could go
0: next level. Jesus. Get a camera hey, going on.
2: Uh, we have to pre primate... going. Come on. I mean, this is disgusting. We're going to have to talk about this team, but keep going. Brett, oh, here's your primo,
1: Brett. <laughs> your favorite, Zach Merritt. I love it. Zach Merritt, <laughs> he's a primo, but he's not, I'm not picking him. Um, he's just, you know, just sits outside that tier of players I'd like to pick. Better value all around. Zach Merritt, good footballer. Don't pick him.
2: There are only two players you could possibly pick in Supercoach uh, for in terms of, you know, genuine points. I mean, here's Mike, Corey. Can you sort him out? I mean, all I can hear is wind in my ears right now. Yeah. Zach Merritt like and that, yeah. um, Devin Smith, they are the only two relevant super... Well, maybe because... You know, we rookies in this. The only two relevant players you could possibly get. But, um, And we all know I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, the Zach Merritt fan club. In fact, I'm the number one supporter. But not even I could do it uh, to start the year this year.
0: Yeah, and again Zach Merritt cuz it's all they got. I I I don't like any of the names underneath <laughs> that. Like I hate Dylan Shear, like, I hate Dyson Apple. Um darts personally in the category, but you just cannot trust any of them by foot. They're all useless by foot, so they just leak so much super coach points. So it has to be Zach Merritt. Um and even that I'm not overly confident on, you know, like his last two years have, have been good without being great. Um Obviously, that year that he got knocked out was the best thing ever because Bond started with him in the last second, so that was always good. <laughs> yeah. Has he got it in him, though? Like, what is Zach Merritt's ceiling? What what can... Could he produce a year of 120?
2: Oh, how yeah. Why couldn't he? He's already done it before, Corey.
0: Yeah, well, you reckon...
2: He well, has he done before? it? What's has been close yeah. to? Oh,
0: I don't well, there's no to reason
2: that. why he can't do it again. There's actually no reason why he can't do it again, Corey. He's so, so good. I mean, sorry, 111 is what he did he's going to break out season. 109 the year after. And um, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's mean, mic situation. Fred, fair him I can't even hear myself. All right, there we go. I think we've got to
1: sort of – I don't. I'm just sitting still, bro. I'm trying not to move right now yeah, just cause it's going to be
0: – uh, It's like breathing in it. It's not great. Kega up.
2: Anyway, uh, 111 and 109. He's done that, and um, there's no reason why he can't go 110 again plus. But, um, look, the positive is over the last four seasons, three of them have been 105 or more, and the other one's been 100 flat. So um, it's just a matter of can, can he ultimately fix his um, uh, disposal efficiency because I think he's rated a lot better user of the ball than he actually is.
0: Do you reckon they could get anyone in that team that could kick a football? The best kick in their team is an Irishman.
2: Yeah. I mean, Heppel's probably their best midfield kick, and he's not probably in the elite category. Um, And I think because Zach Merritt's left-footed, he looks better than he actually is. Um, And, well, Dylan, show if anyone thinks he's a good kick, then they've probably got rocks in their eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a concern. It's a big concern for them. I think his tackle numbers as well has probably the, been the big standout because he he hasn't averaged anything like he did in that hundred and ten year. So, um, and maybe that coincides a little bit with Devin Smith coming around the last few years. Even if he didn't play last year, that there is a little bit you know more of an outside role as opposed to an inside role. Um, in terms of like, you know, contested positions, tackles and all that kind of stuff. But can he do it again? Yes, he can. Am I going to back him at the start of the year? Probably not.
0: Okay, we'll move on. Uh, you do not start, Brenna.
1: Hard uh, like Someone like a Dyson Heppel or Dylan Shield or literally everybody other than Zach Merritt and Devin Smith like, and maybe a rookie or two. Like, they're just, it's such a bad list and they're so non-super coach relevant, as we keep saying. Bumps. I will. Uh, I'll go with this guy because I want
2: to call out that idiot last year. Because you know, when the when the listeners want to g up with me, Corey, you know they they're quick to tell me when they're right, and you know what, when they're wrong, Corey, they're just they're nothing. You don't hear from, you hear from Brett more than you hear from them. Fair dinkum. the guy last year that picked Andrew McGrath, you can suck my big right infected toe, Fair dinkum. I think you was want to it. it ugly toe.
0: I think he was longy. <laughs>
2: I've been hanging. You want to pick Andrew McGrath, pick him again, mate. Pick him again. Because one year, he, you might actually be right. But I'll tell you this. You'll never be right because he's in the same bracket as Cam Rayner fighting for the worst number one draft pick of all time.
0: Now uh, that not.
2: dickhead won. How he won a rising star. is beyond me, Corey. He's a flog, McGrath. A do, flog.
0: Not, do not start for me, Dylan Scheel. Um Don't do it to yourself. That's all I'm going to say. You will instantly regret it he's he's will just float around probably 95 to 100 average um and be useless again so um he's not an elite super coach pick and don't go near it uh the draft smoky brother
1: uh draft smoky again doubling up on the same player Devin smith just because i don't think a lot of people are going to have him because he's in real super coach looked at as a mid-pricer but forwards aren't that strong this year on paper, and he could easily be a top six forward So I think a lot of people will drop him out of their draft sides. So go pick him up if he's available
0: Bumps Yeah, kind of agree with that Yeah. Mine um, was Andy McGrath um, I think you're gonna get him at some good value at some back-end um, Back-end rounds and uh, I don't think it'll be too long until he he gets a little bit of a go um, back in the midfield and um, off that half back flank so whether it's this year or next year, I think you' bit of a steal, and I, I think he'll be there. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say Darcy Parish, Mons.
2: Well, am I really? Do I really want to pick Parish, Corey? I mean,
0: he's, me. he's your boy.
2: Yeah, he's just a little bitch, though. At some at some point, isn't he, Corey? I mean, I mean, I kind of like him. You know, you know where I like him, Corey. If he's there, you say your third, fourth, last pick, right? And you kind of just fill in your bench. I don't mind taking him at that point. But I'm not taking him to kind of start on my field every week just because I've got no confidence. I mean, I've just got absolutely no confidence with any of these Did he have players. that
1: massive patch last year at some stage he where he went? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, he did. And there was a period where he was getting kind of 30 touches and he was sort of tonning up every kind of second week. But you know what, Brett? It only lasted like six weeks. And that's, did, that's yeah. the problem with a lot of these Essendon players is, they can only show you this tiny glimpse, and that's why everyone, you know, I think particularly Essence supporters are so bullish around, We know, what a great team they are and that, because they, they just remember these kind of six-patch kind of games, and it's not reflective of what they actually put out week after week after week.
0: Yeah, they would have put in a consistent season. Um, we'll jump across to... F- oh, no, outlandish statement. Sorry, brother.
1: Oh, I did not have one prepared for this. That's bad. That's really, really, really bad. Um, I'll pick Essendon... Oh, I don't really want to steal Corey's. Corey, take yours and I'll see if I Because I know what you're going to say, if it's more uh, team-related. I don't really want to steal...
0: They're a bottom four team. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, mine sort of jumping on that bad wagon was Carlton would win more games than Essendon. And I hate Carlton, and I think they're shit But I reckon Carlton wins more games than Essendon. Yeah, nice. No, bro- uh, bombs?
2: My your statement is that we will uh, pick two Essendon players as our midfielders by season's end.
1: Well... What
2: just happened? Well, Merit's probably going to be one of them. and does the encourage the other. Maybe someone will surprise us.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, okay. You wanted outlandish, Corey. <laughs> <And your laughs> absolutely 15. rocked me, but all right. Uh, let's jump across to Freya, boys. I think they offer a lot more value than Essendon, so now I'm going to perp up a little bit. Your yeah, cash cowbredder.
1: Uh, well, I'm going to go with Hayden Young. I mean, it's going to be basically everyone that Frio picks in that sub 200k bracket. You just got to run with because they're going to blood the kids. They're going to play him a lot. It's not like these, you know, top clubs where they're just trying to win. Now they're happy to play. Um, he was a high high draft pick. Can seriously play big enough to stay in a, mid, in a in a in a 22 at Frio and not get bullied game to game and really be exposed. If he gets picked, you. You, you pick him in your side, it's that simple. Don't overthink it. Bob's
2: For me, it's Stephen Hill. Um, I mean, 190K He's, you know, in his early 30s now. A lot of conjecture around this, and we'll talk about why his injury concerns. It's actually, you know, it's not actually as bad as I thought it was. His last two years have been, you know, he's only played 16 out of 44 games. But, you know, before that, he actually played big, big chunks of football. And over that time, his lowest average was 80 and highest average in 96. And I think when you've got someone who if, it's a big if, if they can string, you know, 10, 12 games together, um, you know, I think it's an absolute bargain, 190K. You've got flexibility with defender and forward as well, which is handy. And, um, yeah, I just think if he's in round one and not injured, you, you have to start Stephen Hill.
0: Yeah uh i like both um i like Jarvis pina as well um i think he'll get a a bit of a go at some stage but mine is luke valenti my boys uh watch out for this kid was injured a lot last year um i think he only played 10 games or something um in the waffle or it was one game in the waffle or something in 10 games for something else i'm not quite sure i remember reading about it today but um He's a very, very good talent. He was a talented kid coming through the 18s. Um, I think he was the draft slider that year as well. Um, I remember Freo being super excited. We, I, I think he was expected to be a first-round pick, and he dropped down all the way. He missed the first round, I'm pretty yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, and was drafted the the second night. Um, this is a kid who's... Almost got a bit of a chip on his shoulder and a bit of a point to prove. So, uh, would not surprise me at all if he debuted round one. He's going to be a very, very good footballer, um, 100 games plus. So, that could almost be my outlandish statement as well. But Luke Valenti, uh, all about it. Yeah, they're they're going to give us
2: a lot this year, don't forget. I mean, there's Sarong. and there's the the Henry fellow, that little Ford um, as well. We you know Ballantyne retired, and you know they've probably used with another sort of player playing alongside Walters. Um, I remember that being spoken about draft night. I think Henry was the fellow. Was he not the fellow that um did he? He's got some sort of Aboriginal tie brand, yeah, yeah. I think, or something like that. He designs that sort of stuff. For those that watch the draft night, that might uh, you know jog out your memory a little bit as to who he is.
0: Um, we've also got yeah, your boy Tommy North last year.
2: Oh, yeah. Tommy. Big Tommy. Hey,
0: I'll tell you, the only shit thing
2: about all these freeo players is that, you know, say there's six of them that will probably debut um, that we're confident, four of them are, like, 160k plus like between 160 yeah. and 200k so they are more expensive that's the only shit thing but this draft hall this year i think it's going to be quite similar to ports last year in terms of injection into the team impact of in the team as well the shit thing is we're just gonna to have to pay up for a lot of them
0: the good thing is too like you, you know you you probably won't get them all around once so they'll probably a couple of them will become the i hope so as well so you you get that look of the the two games we're not playing um also but they they just have so much to offer free and that's why i'm really excited to talk about them. it's a little bit weird because they're not going to be a competitive football club like they're not going to go out there and win a whole bunch of games but they are going to give us so much on the super coach front um you know from a rookie perspective yeah from a a cash cow perspective um yeah that I, i am super excited to follow this team this year and really? I'm excited to yeah. watch a lot of 3-0 Sunday four forty games. Yeah, me too. Fish and work yeah. coming home watching that <laughs> sitting on the couch for Trophy. Um, Why would you not say, mate? You you get to watch all these cash cows running around, you get to curse their names.
2: No, i, I you got no idea how excited I am for football, Corey. I'm I'm above excited.
0: Oh good. Mid price of Bretaus. Uh, I think they they have a lot of
1: really nice mid-prices. I just don't think any of them are completely ready. Um, I'm going to go with Adam Chera. Sarah Chera. Still don't know how it's pronounced. I don't know how the commentators, they all change it. I think he's the most talented of their mid-prices. I think he's the most talented of their young core. Um, Superstar potential. Big body. Could break out at any time. I don't think it's this year, but he's such a gun. I love watching him play. Um, I think he's like 330, so he's awkwardly priced again because you're probably not going to get anything substantial anywhere near keeper level this year. But, yeah, Adam Chera, I really like him as a footballer. Uh, Bob? I'll echo the sentiments that um,
2: I don't think there's... They've got a lot of talented high draft picks, you know, Chera, Brayshaw and co. Um, none of them are ready to break out, in my opinion, um, particularly with a new coach on board. I mean... What you might see is, you know, some of them might be getting more favourable roles and that kind of stuff. But for me, it's just too early, and they haven't shown enough in those first two years to suggest that they, they can sort of take it to the next level.
0: So is that no mid price, or is that where? Oh well, about? no, that's correct. No <laughs> mid price. I okay. won't be coerced into this. <laughs> Gay, okay, that was the whole point of these pods, but whatever floats, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I um, we could just opt out of selections, it
2: would have made things <laughs> a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, you know, to me, the point of these pods is to give, you know, some half decent advice. And, uh, you know, my advice is to stay away from all of them.
0: With, with pick 76. Unlike
2: Breda, who's encouraging people to pick
0: Chera. Pick 76 Boss has passed. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine was also Chera There you go uh, Bombs uh, If there was anyone That was going to uh, Take the next step this year It would be him I don't think it's going to happen But for the point of the Freaking podcast I did select someone So
2: Well if I have to select someone I'll take sure, Alright But it's not going to happen
0: You're an idiot Why would you pick him for You should have passed um, This guy does nothing all Right <laughs> Premium breader Five
1: Yeah Easily Yeah there's not much to say. He's a superstar.
2: Yeah, this is this is going to cause some controversy. Michael Walters. No, no, it's not Michael Walters because I'm totally not
1: going anywhere near oh, Luke, Luke Ryan. Too. Luke Ryan. And I'm not going Luke Rated.
2: Ryan either. I'm not going anywhere near it, Bredda.
1: Harley Bennett. Uh,
2: no, all I'm gonna, <laughs> Bretter, He plays for Melbourne, first of all. Now it's it's Nat Fife, but I don't know whether I should start him or not. Why? You know my. You know, my mid-five uh, that's had, you know, Clayton Oliver. <laughs> had, uh, well, what do you laugh at? It's had Matt Crouch. It's had Josh Dunkley. It's had a lot. It's had Adam Treloar. With it's had so
0: many players. With we have three quick follow podcasts in, and in every single one of them, you've mentioned mid-five. Yeah, yeah, and five. Five is someone. And then I probably won't mention mid-five for a few podcasts, I
2: reckon, unless I've you know, put in a few more sessions. But, um. No, I don't know whether whether it's starting or not. I mean, he's he's supreme. Um, he's certainly you know top ten average super coach for the entire year. I just always get worried about when his injury is going to come. And you know, I will kind of look at him and think, should I pick him or should I pick you know McRae, who's probably going to play twenty two games? Like that's what I'm throwing up, and that's why he's in mid five. But we all know we're all going to have five at some point, and. Well- Finals teams at the end of the year is all gonna he's gonna be in all of them and and, and rightly so he should be. Uh,
1: I you know I've only
0: f- ever started premium net five once ever. Yeah, he has been a premium. I think so. Um, I got a question. Is this the first year we've got him non-injured in a preseason for a while?
1: I think so. Because
0: we Broken had league, was it last year that he had half. the sh- the freaking yeah. weird elbow thing?
1: Yeah, had the brace and it was blowing up in games and stuff like that and it wasn't yeah. quite never came good.
0: Yeah. Is it tennis elbow? Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. I, look I look I honestly I didn't put too much research into that five today because I thought it was just the most commonly known pick. But I think I'm actually gonna go sit down and do a little bit of reading. If if this guy is having a full preseason, then I don't I, I find it hard not to select him going into the start yeah. of the year. Um we can't predict injury and he could play a yeah. whole year. Um Yeah, if he plays a whole year he'll win the Brown, I reckon. Yep. Yep. Maybe Maybe probably. If he plays full 22, he'll win the Brownlow. Because um, there's no one in that team that's really going to take votes off him. He's a historically great vote getter, and he's an absolute gun. Um, what do we normally talk about? i am gone off track. Essendon is still pissing me off. Draft right, Smokey, mate. Yeah. Uh, no, do not touch. Thanks, Bons. Learn the Oh, out, you want to do not touch? Them. Okay. That's um, only, right, that every single time, mate. But that's all right. You're only three podcasts in, but yeah, you're doing a good job. Mm. Do you want to kick us good off? Good job, Buffer. Good job, offer.
2: T- you know, I retired someone else last week, well, a few days ago, Kate Simpson. Today, I'm going to retire David Mundy. We're just going to call this Who's bonds Retiring Pick. David <laughs> Mundy, sorry, mate. Thanks for your services, but you are done.
0: Nope, can't wait what was that funny, new, mate? Can't wait to my outlandish statement, so here we go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. David
1: Mundy winding back the clock. <laughs> <laughs> <all and Zeppelin.
0: laughs>
1: very good, very good. Brenna? Um, I'm going to say words I don't ever like to say. I agree with Bomber. Um, David Mundy, I don't think there's another pick in supercoach. There probably is, but not one that people would consider. He's done, and he might be okay as a player and average 80 points. But, yeah, don't pick him in Supercoach. Just don't do it.
0: Um, Mine is I don't know why anyone would be picking him, but I'm going to go Rory Lobb, 472K. Don't pick him. He's a ruck only. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Um, Your draft smokey bumps.
2: Now, if you do not have a ruckman, I'll tell you now, it might be worth having a look at the big boy, Sean Darcy, Quite late in your draft. He's a draft smoky. And if, say, you don't pick your Ruckman, you because know, you miss out in the top five, really there's not much between the Ruckman after that, is there? So um, if he's sitting on the board, you know, later on, he's definitely going to get number one role in that team, in my opinion. So uh, why not go and grab him?
1: He has no ACL bombs. That's why. That's a big unfair. Right Adam Chara again. Because, you know, his young draft's all about breakouts and get, getting that player a little bit early back into your draft. Kind of like that McGraw, kind of like a few others we've mentioned, you know, could be the one that breaks out any time. You know what? Corey did it last year by picking up Hugh McCluggage when he was breaking out, you know, when traded him off me. And now he's going to be a bona fide superstar this year. But I think Shero could be next up.
0: Uh, um, just well, keep
2: in mind, though, not everyone plays Keeper League, though. People just play, like, year-by-year kind of drafts. Yeah, oh, hey, so, you wouldn't even think about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, just keep that in mind too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, I don't mind the keeper league talk as well. Um, mine was also <laughs> yeah. Sean Darcy, and it's gonna be. It is that late draft factor um, that you're gonna have there. Yeah. Ruckman, ruckman tend to go in bunches in draft. Like whether it's a, a redraft yeah. or a, um, a standard draft, you'll notice that you know your Gorn and Grundies will go early, and then as you get further in the draft, that these players start flying. Like you know, someone picks a. Hypothetically, cruiser and a Steph Martin and stuff, then the ruckman just start you know flying off the board. Um, yeah. Sean Darcy is one that I really like because he's that little bit cheaper, and um, I know it's not so much on price, but he doesn't have that point factor. He's not going to one that's going to be floating at the top of that list. So I think you you will be able to steal him late, and then in redrafts as well. Your keepers are all going to be up there. I think he's one that you're going to get towards the back end of the uh, of the draft. So if you focus more on a midfield or something, um, or a forward or a defensive setup, I still think you'll end up with a pretty good ruckman sitting around there in a uh, Sean Darcy that'll be very very uh, serviceable. Oh, um, what else do we talk about? Oh, outlandish statement. Bombs.
1: Before
2: before I give you my outlandish statement, just as I'm on the SuperCoach website here, you know Andrew Phillips averaged ninety-two in five games last year.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm actually a bit blown by that. Anyway, I know that Don Farrell and not less than, but I just saw his name there. Um, <laughs> okay. Landish, Landish statement. At one point or another, I will have a total of six Fremantle players in my side. Wow,
0: interesting. That's a lot. Um, I know. Yeah. Six. Please. Right, All
1: right. Mine is quite outlandish. Might rock a few people, but I could definitely see it happening. Um, Hayden Ballantyne will have the same amount of total points as Sam Doherty oh. this year in Supercoach, oh, a.k.a. Nice. North. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's done. He's done. He's gone. <laughs> the out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and my outlandish statement... He can
2: get fucked, Corey!
0: <laughs> my outlandish statement is David Mundy hits <laughs> up the, <laughs> clock the clock and absolutely rewinds it. <laughs> <laughs> David Mundy to kick another two goals after the siren this year.
1: That's not bad. I like
0: that. Plutch.
1: Big clutch, man.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, man, I'm so thrown. Do we do anything else at the end of these? Who do we plug? Uh, The
1: Patreon.
0: That's it. Yeah, We're good. Uh, On behalf of everyone that signed up for Patreon, like I said earlier, Um, we're really blown away um, by your support early. Um, We love having you all on board. Um, We will kind of announce shortly... um, uh, the leagues and everything that are going on especially those that are signing up for um the exclusive right to, to for bo- uh, bombs and everyone um but yeah oh <coughs> apologies there. um so big thank you to uh, everyone in there so far on uh what was my word from last pod bretta on the on <laughs> on the heart <laughs> of brett bombs and myself p c a community <laughs> and thanks for listening